Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Phil here. And what a topic today. This is one that is always going to be controversial. And with all the happenings going on today, it's extremely controversial. It's about truth. What is truth? Do we know? Is it subjective? Is it objective? Is it exist? Is there such a thing? Well, I made a post earlier this week on perspective. And I want to just touch a little bit on some of my perspectives on truth. And I really think that if you're a person who has lied before, which we all have, I have, you can see how your lies can really begin to affect your life and the way you think and the way you have to operate around certain people. And Jordan Peterson talks a lot, and I've heard him talk a lot about telling the truth and how important it is to really be truthful in everything you do. I think when, you know, knowing yourself and knowing what you don't know, you'll hear those phrases a lot in leadership circles. And I think that has a lot to do with being true, being true to yourself, being open and honest with other people has a lot to do with truth. And those elements are all critical to leadership, critical to building trust with people, critical to relationships in general, and critical to a good conscience and being able to have right confidence in your abilities, knowing truthfully. And, and we'll talk a lot, of, people talk a lot these days about the power of positive thinking and I'm all for good thoughts and being focused on your vision of the future. But I do think there is a truth element that comes into your thinking where if you're just repeating lies to yourself, then you know you're lying to yourself. So there's, a, there's an actuality that comes into our thinking, especially when we're, we're thinking of thinking positively. We need to think actually. We need to be real. and yeah, we don't focus on those negative things, but if you over-focus on positive things that are untrue, I think it can be just as harmful in the long term. So today I really want to th- just talk a little bit about the Christian perspective on truth and why I think it's so important to have absolute truth. Because if there is no truth outside of yourself, then all you have or any of us have is our perspective. And perspective is always gray. There's black, there's white, there's right and wrong, but your perspective is always gray unless you're basing it on something outside of yourself because all you know is what you've been exposed to, the books you've read, the people in your life. Your perspective is always going to be gray versus another person's. And so, you know, is truth up to just your perspective? I don't believe it is. I think there is an absolute truth out there. One of the most famous quotes in the Bible is when Pilate 
is talking to Jesus right before his crucifixion. And he asks him, what is truth? And uh, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He also says, you will know truth, and the truth will set you free. And so I'm just going to kind of run through some quick uh, other verses as well about truth. He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart, who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend. That's Psalm 15. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. And this really comes down to a, a knowledge. People say you got to know yourself. I don't know. For a long time, I didn't know the difference between knowledge and belief. And I heard a great metaphor that you could know about gravity. And unless you believe that you're really going to die if you go jump off the top of a building, then you, you, know, you don't really believe in gravity, for example. That's just one example. So you know, that's the difference between knowledge and belief. You can know something, but unless you really truly believe it, your actions won't follow. And this is where theologically people can get screwed up because they, they think that somehow we have to do some good work to earn salvation. Well, if you're saved by grace through faith in Jesus, you're going to do good works. Your actions, if you really believe that, your actions will follow. And we're all sinful. We're going to sin. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But if you're out there with a good heart and truly do believe, you will do good works toward your neighbor. We're free to. The truth will set you free. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Jesus said to the Jews that believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know truth and the truth will set you free. I paraphrased that one before. Um, those are both in John, John 1 and John 8. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This is the like existential, I'm not sure if I used that word correctly, but this is the verse that is the biblical support for the power of positive thinking or whatever you want to call it. Think on things that are good, whatever is good, commendable, excellent, lovely, whatever's worthy of praise. Think about that. If you sit and are constantly dwelling in lies and dark thoughts and negative thoughts, how can you possibly think you're going to have a positive path forward in your life? And it's all up to God from the Christian perspective. But if, if you know that this is what we should be thinking on, then why wouldn't, you know, if you really believe that, then you're going to think on these things. You're not going to be dwelling and thinking on those other things. And again, we're all sinful. We all fall short. So I'm not speaking in absolutes here. I'm just sharing my perspective, right? So rather, speaking truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. Speaking truth in love. So 
you know, when we, when we go about, we don't have to be jerks. Nobody likes a jerk. You can be the smartest, most intelligent person in the world. I've heard this quote from a good friend of mine. You can be the best engineer ever, but if you're a jerk, you're a jerk and people aren't going to want to work with you. So, you know, we need a sense of humility, a sense of, of truth. And, and I think if people are true to themselves, they will have that sense of humility because they know they're not perfect. They know they're sinful. They know they've screwed up and they know they don't get everything right all the time. So there is that approach of, you know what? I don't get it right all the time. So I'm just, I'm here to understand. I'm here to help. Let's figure this out together. Nobody's perfect. There's that loving approach where we want to do the right thing. And I think we can, as listeners, also not assume the worst of other people, but also put the best construction on the things they're telling you. Like, you know what? Even though I don't agree with them, I feel like they're attacking me. Maybe that they're doing this out of love. Maybe they do have good intention in their heart. And I, I think we can sense when people do have that good intention or when they're just getting on us to put us down or, or uh, for a, a bad motivation, if they have a bad motivation. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That's John 14. No one comes to the Father but through me. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked is perverse. Control your tongue. Controlling your speech, knowing when to talk, when to not. Having control over your tongue is so critical. And making sure that you aren't speaking lies. You you must be careful with your speech. You must. It's important. And if you screw up, you need to acknowledge it and correct yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we as musicians, this is something I've struggled with. We're taught, don't skip a beat. You know, you're playing music with other people. They're going to get hung up and you're not going to be able to move forward if you keep skipping beats and like, oh, I messed that up. So I got to go back. You just keep going, even if you screw up. And when you're speaking, it's not like that. If you screw up, you need to stop and correct yourself and make it right. You can't, you can't just say something that's wrong and just gloss over it and keep moving. And I've done that in the past. You know, I, I, uh, I've realized, I think there may be times when you're doing rehearsed speeches maybe, but in, in most instances, if you screw up speaking, you need to correct yourself. You need to acknowledge it and correct yourself. Same with written, with written communication. The lips of the, the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked, what is perverse. We just covered that one. Proverbs 10. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So this is belief. You haven't seen it, but you believe it, and you're convicted. You're assured, and you know what is truth, and, and you're going to act according to that truth. Do your best to, be, to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. So, you know, to our pastors and our preachers, you have a responsibility to speak in truth of what the word of God teaches and not spread lies. And that's really, you know, God's word is our, as Christians, is our, our way to judge those false preachers and teachers. We're, the Bible talks about only God can judge, you know, People say that the Bible says only God can judge. You know, we can't judge. But the Bible actually says we'll judge angels and that we will judge people by their fruits. By their fruits you shall know them. And their fruits are their words, what they produce, their actions. You'll know people 
by what they do and say. And if they say one thing and do another, then you can believe what they're telling you by those fruits. And it's not like heaven and hell judgment, like, oh, we get to judge like we're God. That verse is about heaven and hell judgment. It's not about judging people's actions. We are supposed to judge people's actions and make good decisions for our families and our communities based on the actions of people. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. So important. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set your rules before me. Rules, right and wrong, commandments. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, that you may not fall under condemnation. This is a huge one because so many people, it's like, oh, you know, you said something. Oh, I swear, I swear I got to do it. Or how many times has someone said something to you and they just didn't do it? And it's like not a big deal to them. It's a huge deal. It's so important to be a keeper of your word. And when you don't keep it, you must acknowledge it and ask forgiveness, repent, be a keeper of your word. Or one of the best strategies, avoid firmly committing to things unless you will for sure do it. One of the things I'll say a lot is I plan to do this because I know I'm not perfect. And so I let everybody know, hey, look, we committed to this. I'm planning to do this and deliver it by this date. If it doesn't get done, you know, I have every intention of getting it done. And I do deliver almost all the time on my, on my promises. It's, a, it's very important to me. But that way, if I don't do it, I'm not putting myself in a position to be a liar because I don't want to be a liar. So be very careful with your words. It's important to be thorough and true. And if your yes is yes and your no is no, there's no need to swear or make promises or I swear to God. No, you, if you say you're going to do it, do it. Your word is your bond. Like um, from the old John, John Wayne movies, man. Your word is your bond. But the anointing that you received from him abides in you and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you abide in him, in truth. Of his own, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. We're the first fruits. We're, we're the best of his produce, of his... Um, crop were the first fruits for the word of the Lord is upright and all his work is done in faithfulness. And we know that the son of God has come and it's given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. We have to be careful with our words, people. All you leaders out there, be careful with your words. If you tell your people something, you got to deliver on it. Otherwise, don't tell them. And we all make mistakes. You know, we're, all this is caveated by we are sinful. We will make mistakes. This is about motivation. This is about perspective. This is about understanding that we need to operate in an absolute truth perspective. Otherwise, if we don't have absolute truth 
anybody's opinion is just in perspective is as good as anybody else's. And that's just not true. It's not true. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, glory as of the Father, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. But when the Helper comes, the Holy Spirit, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, he's a Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me, about Jesus. Nevertheless, I will tell you the truth. It is of your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I go, I will send him to you. Holy Spirit, who comes to us in his word and sacraments, in truth. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Be true. Speak honestly. Don't lie. If you have lies, even the littlest tiny lies, practice telling the truth. Get, away, get out of that. You cannot operate as a good leader in a web of lies. It will find you out. The prince of this world is the father of lies, and there's many successful people in this world that are liars. But we leaders, as a part of Go Lead Everything, tell the truth and live in truth and are not a part of that. We're not a part of those lies. Faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness breathes out lies. So be faithful, act faithfully, speak in truth. This is a quick little session this week. May have an interview later this week. I've been kind of switching around my interview schedule a bit and sharing a couple of these thoughts with you one-on-one -on -one because I think they're just so critical for you all to know. And, and these are coming from my heart. So know my heart. Know that. I have good intentions for you and I want the best for you and be a truth teller, be a truth doer, live in truth and understand that your perspective, even, even though we do everything we can to base our perspectives on absolute truth, we're not perfect, we're sinful and our perspective is always gray but you have to have an absolute North Star guiding truth outside of yourself. If it's on you, your perspective's always going to be flawed. It's just going to be this nebulous thing that changes by the day, which it does. We grow. It's going to change. Our perspective's going to change, but there is absolute truth. You need to trust it. And we as Christians know where to find it. If you enjoyed today's show, give it a five-star rating, follow, subscribe, and head on over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more about the Go Lead Everything movement. For more great content daily, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at RealPhilSwanson, Facebook and LinkedIn at PhilipSwanson, and for videos of these episodes and other great video content daily, subscribe to the Phil Swanson channel on YouTube. Now go lead everything.